three, two, one. Uh, welcome back to the I Love Norfolk show. Today we are here at, is it pronounced Kitch? Kitch. Kitch. Um, and uh, we'll go ahead and introduce yourselves. I am Danielle Norris. Mm-hmm. And I'm Christine Riddell. Danielle and Christine run this lovely little shop, um, of which you'll see B-roll right now. <laughs> um, so, Danielle, uh, we were talking beforehand about kind of backstories. Um, I don't know if you're into any of the superhero movies like me. I'm a nerd, but I, I always am. like a good backstory. So, yes. <laughs> what um, I'd like to hear more about what guy what, what got you guys here. Great. Yeah, I um, I grew up in New Jersey, and mm-hmm. my family has always owned businesses. Uh, they still do. Long line of business owners. What um, what types of businesses? On textiles, actually, so a larger scale than this. Mm-hmm. But um, everyone, my grandfather started, you know, going way back. My grandfather had started a business a long time ago in textiles, pillows, comforters, things like that. Okay. Um, every person in my family uh, worked in that business. Yeah, huge. Like textile business is big, big scale. Yeah. So, so that this was, is a big change up. Yeah, so this is a change up, but. You know, growing up, my mom, you know, my mom was always working. It was always a family business. Mm-hmm. They're always selling. Um, my mom was a single mom. Uh, and I grew up around my whole family. You know, we, my sister and I would always be, they had a warehouse in Brooklyn. We always hung out in the warehouse with mm-hmm. Brooklyn, friendly with the workers, helping them, you know, package comforters and pillows. So we were just always around kind okay. of the family business. Did you ever get a chance, uh, you know, especially in textile, you, um, uh, well, explain for people at home, what is the textile industry? What exactly is that? So it was uh, my family specifically did pillows okay. and comforters. Right. So you, do you go and source where the you know, materials come from and make sure, you know, the quality and that type of thing? Yes. So okay. my, my mom would actually, um, at the beginning, they actually sourced from outside of the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, and then eventually they had uh, businesses in South Carolina, actually. So okay. uh, part of the business was in Brooklyn, New York and New Jersey. And then part of it was in South Carolina. Okay. Uh, it was great. My I remember going to college. We had all of my friends were able to come into the warehouse and we all got to pick comforters to bring with us for our <laughs> first storm rooms. <laughs> um, so it was good. And, you know, I just, I was just always part of that, you know, just being around this, sure. all, my whole family. Well, the reason I bring it up is I thought mm-hmm. um, that it might give you a little bit of an insight to how things are made. Yes. And what's quality and what's not quality. Yes. Even um, as recent as last year, I brought my kids to the factory that's still in New Jersey where they make the pillows. Mm -hmm. And we were there with the um, women and men who make the pillows. We were watching them stuff them. Yeah. They make a big pile of pillows. The kids got to jump into it. It was a lot of fun. Um, But yeah, I mean, we were always involved with the selling, the sourcing, watching them make it, everything. Yeah, what did you go to school for? I actually went to school for theater in okay. Ithaca, uh, Ithaca College, all right. for stage management, not mm-hmm. an actress or anything, uh, all behind the scenes. And then right after college, I worked at a theater in New Jersey for uh, five years or more doing uh, actually their event planning. Okay. Uh, yeah, doing all the events. A lot of coordination. A lot of coordination. Yeah. A lot of organization coordination. Which, again, another skill set yes, bringing to this. comes into play. Yeah. Uh, then uh, when I had my first child, we ended up, Six months later, moving here to Norfolk for my husband's job. He works with the government, with the Navy. So we moved here. We have been here 10 years now. Mm-hmm. And when did we, three years ago, we took over? I don't even yes, remember. Yes, 2017. 2017. Uh, this when store. We bought, when we bought Yeah, it. we bought the store. So the store already existed. Okay. And the owner was looking to sell. And I, at the time, I had had, I've had three kids. And, and I was looking to what I was going to do 
you know, once they got a little bit older. Mm-hmm. Theater to me and the event planning for me wasn't an option anymore because mm-hmm. I didn't want it's a lot of long hours. It's seven days a week. It's nighttime. And I didn't want to do that anymore with the kids. I had, I had been a stay at home mom since having the first one. Sure. And yeah. And I, I'd always shopped at kitsch mm-hmm. <laughs> and I didn't want it to close. And it was just kind of like, wow, this could be a good thing. Yeah. You know, to do to, you know, I love the artists. I love finding the things. I loved the store and it could be a good thing for me, you know, to do. Do you feel like, uh, there are any other pieces of your kind of backstory that maybe led, like, you're like, ah, that's fortuitous. I mean, I do think that having my own business was always something that I thought about. Okay. Um, even for years before this opportunity came up, I, even talking with my mom and talking with my husband, we always had thoughts of what could we open? What could we do? What mm-hmm. type of business? Um, Growing up on the Jersey Shore, we had thought about a surf shop. We had, th- mm-hmm. we, we had thought about a lot of different things. So it was always in the back of my head to have something that was ours instead of working for somebody else. Sure. And I've always been a fan of small businesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've always shopped at the small businesses. Where, again, where I grew up in New Jersey is very, on the Jersey Shore, it's a very small town. There's a main street, all, sm- you know, clothing shops, shops like this, actually, you know, mm-hmm. just all small shops. You know, and you just go to Main Street and you shop. You don't really go to Target sure. uh, where I grew up. So it was always in the back of my head. Hmm. Yeah. Do you, do you feel like, um, I don't know where I was going to go with that. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, what about you? What about, what, how do you feel like you led up to this moment? How I led up to this moment? Well, yeah. uh, my story is not, I mean, my, I grew up in outside of Chicago. Mm-hmm. And um, it, my story of getting here was more... My husband and I was married. We, we got married um, 16 years ago now. I'm counting mm-hmm. back. Just had our anniversary. Just had our anniversary <laughs> 16 years ago. Um, and so we were moving around because he, w- he was in the Navy. Mm-hmm. So we spent a lot of time moving to different places. And the, one, the first stop we had after San Diego, he was stationed in San Diego. Right. And then we moved to South Carolina, actually. Funny. Um, but our first thought of owning our own business was that we went to... Um, a small, tiny little theater Mm -hmm. that had, and this was, you know, like 2001 or 2002 when we moved there. Sure. And it was one of those theaters where you can get drinks, wine, Mm -hmm. and we're, and we'd never seen that, like, because we didn't have that in Chicago. We're like, Mm. we've never heard this before. And we'd both just been like, this would be kind of cool to have a, open up a little place like this. So Mm. we'd always kind of had that, that was our first thought of like, this would be kind of fun when we get, when he retires. So shoot forward to... Now we've been here since 2008. Mm-hmm. So um, he had always thought about actually the narrow and being on Collie. And he's like, if the narrow ever sells, I would love to you know, turn it into one of those kind of like the one place that we saw in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And he had always driven us to want to own an all small business. And then when Danielle and I met several years ago when our kids were in kindergarten together, mm-hmm. um, we had another friend, Hillary, who owns Little Stitch Studio, and she had opened up next to Kitsch, and we were so excited for her because we had already shopped at Kitsch, and then she was Little Stitch next door. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of like this, oh, this is fun, like a little little, little town of like all of our friends that we can just, you know, and our pendulum was right down the street, so, sure. you know, get our meats and stuff from Pendulum, mm-hmm. and we'd go to, you know, I'd send my daughter to Stitch. Sure. And then we would shop at Kitsch. You know, there was one small business Saturday where us and Danielle and our kids walked up and down Collie, went to Bridget's, mm-hmm. A. Dodson's, mm-hmm. Kitsch, and we went, ended at Balmaneer to get hot chocolates. And, you know, it was like, sure. just like a, you know, it's great to just give that experience to the kids. And once Hillary told us that 
um, the previous owners, Vicki and Kristen, were looking to sell. Otherwise, they were because they'd been looking for a year. Sure. Before yeah. we, Danielle, when she before she actually t- said anything to Danielle, mm-hmm. that they've been looking to close it or to sell it before. Otherwise, they're going to close. Mm. You know, my husband and I were like. <laughs> the Norses are going to look into buying kitsch. We're like, maybe this is our way to get into like a small sure. business. So that's how that happened for us. Is so. he involved in kind of the management? Yes. <laughs> he okay. is very involved. He's very involved. He, <laughs> okay. he's, our, he's our guy who, yep. he does all the research. Okay. Yep. He 100% is behind the scenes of everything that happens. He's like, nope, yeah. this can't. Like this, you got to worry about flow. He's like, you cannot. He did all of this. He did like all a, of this, like an architectural yeah. drawing of where each. He also built these he displays. He built all these okay. displays and then figured out where to put them. My husband looked at this as, this is going to be Danielle's thing. I have a job, whatever. This is this is your thing now. Sure. And I love. I mean, I love what Mike does. I mean, yeah. Mike is great. He Mike. Does, Mike really does. Yeah. He. He. Tell you know we sit there we're like well we want to move this and put this here he's like mm, no no <laughs> he's like he's like if you look at everything that you know like I've done all the research on yeah. flow into he's like you need to get people past this spot he's like and if there's people in the front mm-hmm. hovering people are not going to want to stay yeah I'm sure like it's things that I don't think about but this is stuff that he <laughs> sure. thinks about yeah. so he's the background guy he's the finance we tease guy him a lot, but we tease him a lot but he's, but great. he's pretty <laughs> much yeah him, we really. couldn't do it without operating him. Yeah. as a team just makes it so much nicer yeah. Um, yeah. I made a, a key hire in my own business um, like a full-time assistant and it has changed everything about my business which is just I hate filling out documents um, <laughs> I don't like having to like Hey Dan, I'm having a hard time logging in to do this to sign this one thing, and so if I have to go do that, I'm like, it takes so much energy for me to be <laughs> my best person. Yeah. Um, whereas, like, if I'm doing the things that I love doing, I'm just way, way better at yeah. it. Yeah. Like um, doing all that helps give us the chance to do what we like, which yeah. is be here for the customers, finding the artists, sure. figuring out what works in the store. You know that yeah. he really gives us that freedom. Yeah, you know, he otherwise... handles all the QuickBooks for us, all yeah. that stuff we don't want to do. <laughs> yeah. sure. right. You know, we yeah. get to focus on. Well, and I think like this. naturally the things that Danielle and I split, it just kind of happened naturally. Like yeah. I was doing more of these kinds of things because I was like, okay, I want to be organized and have this stuff. And Danielle's mm-hmm. definitely more the creative and does all the Instagram and yeah. Facebook and she's the marketing and, you know, she will put together things on a display better than I can. Like, yeah. I'll come in and I'll put something out, and the next morning I come in, I'm like, oh, that's me. Yeah, okay. it's been well, just... Christine remembers yeah. everybody's names, which I'm really bad at. She's so much better, like, okay. with the customers and the artists, even just hey, chatting you. and talking. Yeah. yeah, doing all the small like, stuff. Oh, I'm like, oh, oh, and I'm like, oh, hey, Sarah. She's like, oh, right, Sarah Bartley. Okay, yeah. yeah. Hi, how are you? So, yeah. yeah, so it's, but also, like, we just, you know, lens, Danielle, like, when Crafted was here a couple weeks ago, Danielle's like, you're better at talking to everybody. You go. I'll just stay here at the store. I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, and finding people and just trying to find new artists to come in the store, and it's fun to go all those, doing those, all those different things. But also, the other, the other thing that's great about it is our friends come into the store, and we know who they're buying for. And, sure. And like yesterday, uh, you can help, yeah. yeah, you can help them. And so somebody came in yesterday and was like, it's my wife's birthday. I was like, mm, well, these are her. So mm. he's like, oh, perfect. Yes, those are her. And they, he can come in, buy it, and leave and not have to like mill around and just kind of be like, sure. where, what am I going to get for my wife? So right. it's great to know the community that's, that's well, here. I'm going to be selfish right now and, yep. and ask um, something in the show that really only benefits me. If I had my assistant call up here and say, here's the client and here's what they like, oh, uh, could yeah. you guys put something together? Yeah. yeah. Now, do you ship or do, would we yeah. have to come by? Okay. No, we ship. Okay. We ship. We do everything. We've actually helped 
We've done that for people. Realtors, we've, actually. We've worked with a lot of realtors getting from our local section for, you know, closing gifts and things. Mm-hmm. Um, or even Christmas gifts. Last year we yeah. reached out. They they wanted we did like 40 ornaments, ornaments yeah, 40 or 50 ornaments. ornaments that was local. You know, they had one of our, we had one of our local artists Personal do them for. Them, yeah. Yeah. She drew Virginia on, like, 50 ornaments she handed Virginia mm-hmm. and, and then some things yeah. so she wrote the the name on the back yeah. or something so or happy we, holidays or yeah, something we've so yeah with companies who want something small at Christmas time and that one year yeah it's yeah. a lot of ornaments at Christmas yeah. time mm-hmm. yeah. that we work on getting personalized and everything for people so yeah. sure do you feel like there's anything in your like if you think back something that would have influenced you towards being an entrepreneur or ownership or like handcrafted I have always dabbled. I'm I'm a Gemini, okay. so I'm a jack of all trades, master of none. I don't even <laughs> so, know what I am. So, <laughs> so I have I oh, I knit. Okay. I sew. Okay. I do all those things, but I don't do them amazing. So mm. everybody always asks, "Oh, what do you make in the store?" I was like, "Everybody knits better than I do in this shop. They sew better than I do. Like mm-hmm. I could never, but I've always been crafty. I've always." wanted to do all these kinds of things and I aspire to try and do these and I used I used to make jewelry I mean I mm-hmm. made necklaces and for myself you know nothing to sell but sure. I always had a crafty I've always been wanted to wanted to make things myself so okay it's always been there I knit so crochet I was you know I had scrapbooking up my sleeve for a while mm-hmm. so just lots of things I like being crafty so so when you guys took over Kitsch what did you change and what did you keep the same we well, didn't really change a lot. We changed, I think we a bit changed the look of the store. The look. Okay. Yes. You know, the displays and the um, things like that we changed. But, I mean, pretty much every artist that was in the store when we took over is yeah. still here. Yeah. We've added, you know, I think we've just added. We've yeah. added artists. We've expanded. You know, we moved to this new location, so we expanded, mm-hmm. uh, which helped us bring in more people. Um, yeah, like when we to started, be honest, we started as consignment only. We yeah. switched into consignment and a mix of wholesale. It okay. helps us get some more art. Some artists that do this as their main profession, you know, this is their profession. They are more wholesale. Mm-hmm. So before there was none of those, and I think it kind of cut off who, you know, you couldn't have those people if it was sure. only consignment. So we did move into a little bit of both. Yeah, um, which opens up who we can have. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't feel other than yeah, the look of it maybe and yeah. just doing that. Because even the aesthetic, even even the base that we started with, because when we took over, there was 120 artists and now we're at over 180 okay. in yeah, three years. So or two and a half to almost three years. Sure. So it's just more exposure. And they did such a great job curating and already having all these great artists here. So we've just built on what they set out for us. And it was, it's good to, you know, they all still sell things in the store, which okay. is great. So yeah. like those five women who started Kitsch, so Kristen, who is Hawthorne RVA and Vicki Bear, who's True Heart, Marie Snyder, who is Luna Rosa, um, mm-hmm. Mickey or Michelle is Fringe and Fire. Michelle Odom is Fringe and Fire, and Ashley Pickin. They all still things sell things in the here in the store, and they still all come in and are all, oh my gosh, this place looks great! I can't mm-hmm. believe it, you know. Yeah, so it's great. They're all really it's, happy with what we've done yeah. and the yeah. move and everything. So yeah. that makes us yeah. and it's good. great. Like it's yeah. like you know five women owned business, you know women owned businesses, and mm-hmm. we've taken over it to the two, but a majority of our artists are. And I Mike. Mean, don't, don't leave Mike out of that. Come on. And Mike. And, and Mike. Mike. Yes, and Mike. <laughs> um, but like out of the 180 artists. A lot are women. All, we're all, it's all women, you know, mm-hmm. like, and it's just great to like feel 
that we're helping everybody, you know, have a brick sure. and mortar store for these people who, you know, like they usually sell on Etsy and not that they don't do great on Etsy, but just exposure. You're, you're giving them a voice where yeah. they typically wouldn't have one. Yeah. 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 And when people come in, they're like, wow, everybody in here is Virginia. And I'm like, mm-hmm. 95% of everybody in here are all Virginia. Sure. So. Yeah, I forget the uh, statistic. It's something like uh, every time you spend a dollar locally, it um, it has like a multiple of like five or eight or yeah. something along those lines. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, it cycles through, right? If you spend it here and then they spend it there, then, yeah. you know, they're all, someone's always going to... My economics teacher would be looking frowning <laughs> right now. But effectively, you're just you know part of your discretionary income. You make an income, and then you turn around and use that locally. Yeah. Um, it has a multiple effect. Yeah. Uh, whereas if you just go and use it um, at Target uh, or Walmart, um, even though those companies I think are making a little bit of an effort, it just doesn't go nearly as far. Yeah. Um, oh. And it goes into kind of a more collective pot than to these individual pocketbooks. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, Etsy. Etsy can be a sea of, I mean, thousands and yeah. thousands of I mean, you, of you type something in there and you're like, whoa. Sure. <laughs> it's really hard to find. So I think this does help. You know, I'm sure, I don't actually know the exact number, but I'm sure most of these people yeah. actually do have an Etsy site, but it could take hours to even find them on it. Yeah. I mean, if you t- yeah. well, So that, this does help at least locally people to be like, oh, okay. Sure. I think people. that's a really good segue into um, the vision of, or what, what are you? So, um, you know, we talked before uh, we got on camera about how do you filter for stuff um, and a little bit of your background in textiles, like knowing on Etsy, sometimes it's hard to go, is this quality or not quality? Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can tell you where's um, like, you know, these little uh, cups with the um, sayings, the acrylic or yeah, the, the, the yeah. Acrylic. vinyl. Like vinyl. if they're not done right, oh. they will peel off Let within me tell a, like you. a day. Yeah. We've been attempting to try them <laughs> on, like, you know, on traveler mugs, and I don't mm. think we realized actually how difficult it is. Yeah, it's getting it to stick. Yeah. Yeah. it takes. Yeah, to not have bumps on it and yeah. everything. I yeah. mean, all of this is so much harder than I think a lot of people realize. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do try to see everything in person okay. before we actually officially say yes. Yeah, sure. You know, people do apply through the website or through Instagram. And they'll send us photos, and you can kind of tell from the photo. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times we'll say, you know what, your photo looks great. If you're local, can you bring it in so we can at least see it in person just mm-hmm. to make sure? Uh, but we do go to a lot of markets as well yeah, so that we can see it in see person it in, first yeah. before sure. saying yes. So go over a but little more point. into what what does it take to pass the muster of the kitsch quality <laughs> standard? It or what, what are you looking for in artists and... You know, what, what kind of categories are you hoping to find? I think we're looking for something that's unique. Yeah, unique. A little bit different things that we haven't seen before. Like over here we have this woman who she actually joined the store as a letter letterpress card maker. So she makes cards. Mm-hmm. But then we realized she also makes letterpress paper earrings, which is something we had never seen before. Mm. And she treats them so you can, if they get wet, it's okay. Mm-hmm. And she uses all different, you know, designs and everything. So that's something different we hadn't seen before. Yeah. Uh, and she's been a really great seller. You know, people love it. So, but also, I feel like there's there's a difference between handmade yes. and artisanship. So I think we, str- you know, we strive for a level of artisanship when we see something because mm. they're, you know, I mean, and I'm not saying anything bad about just being handmade. Sure. But we try to have a little bit of a higher level of. There's a level where some people come in the store and they don't know that everything's handmade. If mm. you yeah. like, they've come in, they've never been here before. And if they say, you know, a lot of people will say, oh, we've, we just found your shop. We've never been here. This stuff is great. And I'll, you know, we'll say, oh, everything's handmade. And they're like, what? Like yeah. they don't even, 
-hmm. realize. So when you have a level where you don't know that someone sat in their living room doing this, mm -hmm. that's a pretty high quality yeah. thing. Okay. You know, when you think, you know, Dotson's, who I shop at Dotson's all the time, you know, they're all wholesale. I don't know how much in their stores handmade. Um, I know some of it is. Sure. But, you know, when you walk in there, you kind of know that not everything is handmade. You know that it's made from somewhere else most of the time. Yeah. When people come in here and you think the same thing, I actually yeah. like that because mm -hmm. you don't realize it's good quality. You know, it's it's not, it's good quality. You know it's yeah. not going to just yeah. fall apart. It's yeah. worth the money, you know. Well, let's, uh, let's give a couple of shout outs. What are, what are some of your favorites in here? We'll, we'll throw oh, man. Oh, so I don't know many. how you can make us do that. We I love know. all of you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's your favorite kid? <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Right. I have to say, um, Mallory, who is mm -hmm. that's what she said art. She okay. has been around in this store since the beginning, yeah. um, mm -hmm. since the original artist. She is one of our most popular artists. She's one of our top sellers. Mm -hmm. She lives in West Kent, right over here. She is wonderful and friendly and nice, and we absolutely love her. And her artwork is hilarious mm -hmm. and different. And yeah. when you have tattooed presidents yeah. and sure, yeah. And other things <laughs> that I don't know if I can say. Sure. Yeah. You know, it's just, she's wonderful. Yeah, she's, she's great. She, and she's yeah. always, she, always, she lives around. around the corner and we say, we're yeah. out of these cards. She's like, okay, I'll pop over. Mm -hmm. So it's, because her things are so popular and she knows that it sells here, she's always willing to like run around the corner and bring them over. Yeah. Me personally, I have so many pieces of her jewelry. Is a little paper crane. She's mm -hmm. up in, oh, you too. Yeah. she's up in Lynchburg. Anita Fontaine. She's great. All of her, her pieces have grown from my first piece of jewelry that I bought here from Kitsch was one of hers mm -hmm. six or seven years ago and to see how her she's grown like it still looks like the original but her aesthetic has just become more and more defined and more sure. refined and she's always willing to sell she's like oh well you guys are out okay I'll mm -hmm. get a shipment out yeah. right to you guys and she's in Lynchburg and so you know takes There's a couple of days so, in the mail yeah. But her her jewelry goes. Yeah, and there's sure. so much jewelry. There's yeah. so much jewelry that comes in, and we're like, we have to put it out <laughs> we, for sale. Yeah. We can't. We just can't take it. Buy it and bring it. There's home. only two. We mm. have yeah. to put it out Emily for sale. Emily Warden, who now yeah. has her own shop in Richmond. When, yeah. When she started with us, she was just selling at markets. Now she has her own brick and mortar up yeah. in mm -hmm. Richmond, and she's doing absolutely amazing. Um, Tell me more about this uh, acrylic so painting many. of Virginia yes, up here. Zoya. Zoya, Zoya Zinger. Zinger. Yeah, she's mm. got a great name. Zoya Zinger. She, she lived here, she just, about uh, two years ago, she unfortunately moved out of the area, area but she still ships us um, Boxes paintings. of paintings of Virginia. Yeah. And she does painting, yeah, acrylic painting on, well, glass. On glass. Or acrylic, mm -hmm. or, you know, like plexiglass or mm -hmm. glass. But hers, yeah. it's, Everyone it's hard to describe. Every, each great. one of her Virginia paintings are different. Um, they're all, they're texturized Virginia, and she has mm -hmm. different color palettes. Some are, some she'll do like, it's Virginia Tech color, so she'll have like the okay. rust and the orange and the whites. Yeah. Sometimes she's got blues, and then others are just you know pinks. Her it's just a blend, yeah. and it's just different. There's nothing like I've People never seen it. anything. The best like giveaway hers. I think we ever did was when we did a raffle yeah. for one of her paintings. Oh, it was, it was mm -hmm. for yeah, yeah. yeah. People, People raffled her for her. Yeah. yeah, yeah, super cool. Yeah. All right, well let's let's dive a little more into what's the vision look like. Where do, where do you want this to go? What do you want it to be? Do you just want to stay small in this little shop for the next forty years? What I want to. I yeah. would like to open a second location somewhere. Okay. Um, I know Mike and I vibe have discussed district. it. Yep, <laughs> that's vibe. Yeah, vibe. We've yeah. definitely talked about well, the vibe. Well, you know, like I've t I saw. I was telling Danielle when I was there in the vibe a month or two ago. Mm -hmm. um, 
the way there's um, I read books. Is that what mm-hmm. I read, I yeah, read books, I and, books, and they've got a little teeny tiny silver stream trailer mm-hmm. <laughs> that they are in front of Lolly's ice cream. And I was just trying to figure out, I'm like, how much do they pay rent? Because that would be a way for us to not, you know, we buy the trailer and it would be a way for us to, I don't know how much rent they would pay, but just to get out in the Vibe District yeah. to be able to sell our things. Because so many of our artists are in Virginia Beach. Yeah, mm. we've talked and about popping up in Virginia Beach yeah. to see how it would go. Sure. Um, I don't know about you, but for me, I people from Virginia Beach don't come to Norfolk as often yeah. and I barely go to Virginia Beach. Yeah. So I think there would be a whole yeah, other I think set there would of, be. Yeah. you know, customers sure. out there in the Vibe. Um, yeah, I mean, I... I I think Vibe is an interesting one because it's uh, it's almost like it's attempting to be mm-hmm. like a Kali area. Yes. Yeah. I'm very against us opening a second location anywhere that's like a strip mall. Yeah. Sure. Which yeah. is what I feel like a lot of Virginia yeah. beaches, not right. in a bad way. Yeah. It just... It's different. But it's the vibe different. Yeah. But the vibe, but the vibe, vibe is not like is that. Not like that. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's um, hitting on kind of Norfolk and why I... It's not that I don't interview businesses like I did the North End Bag Company, Refined Woodwork & Co., which are not yeah. uh, Norfolk-specific. Um, but one of the reasons I personally chose to live in Norfolk and um, the reason I I think I love Norfolk over probably almost out of all the cities I love it the most is that it's the most diverse yeah. um, in multiple ways. So not just ethnically, but like in viewpoint, mm-hmm. um, in uh, music taste, in yeah. uh, <laughs> architecture. Yeah. Um, you have a vast difference. Uh, and I think, um, you know, hitting on kind of what's been going on you know, recently, I, I think that it, you, you gain a lot from engaging with people that are not like you. Yeah. Um, a ton. Uh, I want my kids to engage with people that are not like them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not that we as humans don't um, seek out likeness. You know, sports is a perfect example like this. Right. If you're going to watch the Steelers game, you're probably going to go watch it with other Steelers fans. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that there's on a on a human level, I think there's a huge benefit in just engaging with people that act and talk and yeah. uh, eat different foods than you and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So. Oh, yeah. I just think Norfolk is the best melting pot. Yeah, it is. Uh, and especially, you know, like for our kids, they're in public school, and they don't see a difference, you know? Like my son's best friend is Caucasian-American, mm-hmm. and when they were growing up, they would put on the same clothes, and they'd just be like, look at us. We're totally twins. Mm-hmm. We look exactly the same. Sure. And they don't see that one's got blonde hair and the other one's got black hair. Sure. Mm-hmm. So, I think like, as parents, that's what we hope for. Yeah, right? that's what you yeah. want. Like, I you grew up just... in a very different area. Mm-hmm. Um, where we all looked the same mm-hmm. in a very small town, and um, and it was fine, and I I absolutely loved my childhood and everything. Sure. There's nothing wrong with that, um, but I do like that my kids are getting something different than that. Yeah, and that everything is okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody is you know. Yeah. And same. that's the thing is like you know we have such an array of different styles of artists here. Like mm-hmm. you know we've got like anime or you know people who love those kinds you know like pop culture references. But then we've got you know like refined art and mm-hmm. glass pieces. And so I just all feel like all different types of people, all different types of yeah. art. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I saw um, there's like an English painting in the back. Yeah, that's uh, that, that's Mallory. That's yeah. doctored up to be to have tattoos. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, but really well done. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, she's really amazing well how she does it. Hmm. Um, so, I mean, so maybe Vibe District. Yeah. Okay. And, I could see and that. that's about yeah. it. Yeah, I would see Vibe is, I think. Well, Mike, Mike Riddell has a vision of like, I don't even know, yeah. having locations everywhere, I think. Yeah. <laughs> but sure. my goal is at least one, one more location more. Yeah. in the Vibe like District and to go least. from there. Yeah. What I yeah. have found is in my own both marriage and then within my own business, um, 
you tend to have one person who's a big visionary. Yeah. And then you have the person who's a little bit more of the artist. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so at least I, had, um, I I talked about this in the last podcast about a book called E-Myth Revisited by a guy named Michael Gerber. And it's, um, it's about uh, why small businesses fail and... Um, you know, what you can do about it. And so it's, it's something, I forget the statistic and I'm going to butcher it, but it's something like out of 10 years, um, uh, 25, you know, five businesses will survive out of 25 mm-hmm. within uh, the first five years. And then for the second um, five years, you know, maybe, maybe one or two is going to survive after that. And so what is it that you do that you can survive? And so he, he goes, love it or hate you no know, McDonald's, what McDonald's does extremely well is systems. And so everything has a system and a process. And so even something like as unique as this, where you're going out, there is a system and a process to how do I go out and find them? How do we charge the right amount for it? How many people, you know, where do we stock things? Where are they placed? How often do we orders? You know, who do we service? What's our highest paid customer? How do we attract those people? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so in the book, he talks about three different people. He talks about the entrepreneur or the visionary. You have the manager, the person who makes should get done and then you have uh, the artist or the tradesman the person who um, does like the physical work um, and so he's an example of like a plumber where a plumber maybe he's working for somebody else and says well I'm tired of working for this other guy I want to go do my own thing and so he's a great plumber but then he realizes that there's a whole lot more yeah, work there's a whole lot behind it that goes <laughs> into it can't just be a plumber yeah. and so that's kind of what the whole book is about right. yeah and so I, um, back to that teamwork thing i think it's important to understand like what you're really good at right and, and you I think, have to find partners that are good in I the other areas i think the three of us embody each one of those yeah. like <laughs> manager artist Mike is definitely the tradesman behind all of this and keeping us like chugging along with like. So you tell Mike what to do and and he gets it done. Well, yes. Well, you know, we tell him we want this. And he figures out a way how to do it. But he does it great. Like, you know, like we wanted, you know, display up in the front because this whole section in the front didn't have anything. And we Mm. said, we we need something up here. And he's like, okay, well, let me think. And he built those, and we're like, oh, yeah, that works. You know? And then there's a lot of conversation where he like, draws like, a picture, and we're like, <laughs> we're like, no. we don't know how that's going to be. <laughs> we're not sure about that. And yeah. then he does a prototype for us. So there's a lot. And I think actually what you just said made me um, think about you know, how we, the store will be here. Kitsch will have been nine Kitsch years. for nine years in February. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I go a little bit going back to what we've done. Uh, a little bit differently is I think that we strive to always have something new okay. in the store. Uh, I think with artists, it can be a little difficult sometimes to always be refreshing mm-hmm. yeah. or to have things, you know, for each season, have, you know, spring stuff's come in and winter stuff. It's sometimes a little bit hard to refresh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think we've worked really hard to either bring in new people or talk to the artists to make sure that every time you come in, there's something new to see. Mm-hmm. Because I think that can be sometimes difficult. You know, mm-hmm. artists get sidetracked. They have their own families they have. So it's a little bit of a balance of, okay, yeah. let's talk to this person. Or they're out of the creative in. season and then yeah. the season of just mass producing, yeah. you know, yeah. paintings of right. Virginia. Yeah. They're having a low moment. Like, mm-hmm. I just can't, I have no art in my head right now. Give yeah. me a couple months. 
that's fine. We're going to go to someone else. For me, 36 years of no art in my head. (laughs) (laughs) To be perfectly honest, I'm a low moment. She is the, you know, tries all the different stuff. I'm I'm not an artist. When they say, what do you make? I'm like, nothing. (laughs) And I don't at home either. I just appreciate it. So I'm like you in that, like, I feel like I'm a child in an art gallery. I can go, ooh, that's pretty. Yeah. But I can't tell you why it's pretty. I can tell you anything about the coloring. You know, I I know a little, you know, I, I really fell in love with the idea of going to architecture school, but I realized that I just don't, I don't think I have that bone in my body. <laughs> right. So, um, all right. Well, we're at the point now where we're looking at doing a giveaway. Okay. Um, let's, let's get excited. What, what are the people fighting for? Okay. Ooh. We have a private lesson okay. with, um, our artist, Erin Blair from Blair Woodwork. Okay. Uh, her pieces are all over the store. Uh, her business has taken off, taken yeah. off in the last yeah. two years. If you look up Blair Woodworking on family. Instagram, Blair family. Blair family Woodwork. Woodwork. Oh my goodness. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Blair Family Woodworking. Blair yep. Family Woodworking. They make um, wood signs and they're hand painted mountains and waves and oceans. Okay. And, uh, th- she's all over the store. She does little airplane yeah, holders and magnets. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so she's giving away a one on one private here at the shop. Okay. Um, paint your own uh, small pl- uh, waves. Okay. Waves or mountain or mountain, whatever they want to do. If they you're beachy or if That's you're a hiker, cool. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and she'll teach you how to do it. She'll show you how to do the wood. Take pretty sure. much everything from beginning to end. So whether you are new or uh, experienced, you just want a really cool experience to come in and have yeah. someone walk you through how they produce their art. Yeah. And so. you get to go home with a great piece yeah. of art sure. that you piece. made yeah. for your house. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So how about we do um, a comment on your most favorite, you know, local maybe gift that you've received over the last couple of years uh, and tag a friend uh, and you'll be entered into a drawing to win that prize. Yeah. Does yeah. that sound good? Yeah. yeah. Thank you, ladies. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Oh, thank you. That's right. Thank you. Yeah.